Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. I'm James Jacobson. Joining us are the authors of the book, The Dog Cancer Survival Guide, Dr. Damian Dressler and Dr. Susan Edinger. When you find out that your dog has cancer, probably one of the first questions that people think is, why didn't my vet catch this earlier? So I'll throw that out to you, Dr. Dressler. Why didn't a vet find out about the cancer earlier? Well, this is an important question because this is something that has some emotional connection to the guardian. There can be a sense of frustration because we have a diagnosis of cancer and many times there's a feeling, okay, I have to blame somebody. There's some anger, some aggravation, and it's completely natural. However, just to soothe that feeling a little bit, one has to look at biology and understand a couple of different things. The first thing is that a veterinary patient, one of our loved pets, does not do any self-exams. They can't say, oh, I have a lump somewhere or something feels funny. They can't actually communicate. The way they communicate is simply by how they act. Now, if we look back uh, in nature, many, many years ago, when dogs lived out in the wild primarily, it was not good to act sick because you got gobbled up by predators or you lost your social position in the pack. So they have a built-in mechanism to hide disease. It's called compensation because if they acted sick every single time they actually were sick, they might uh, something bad might happen. So it's sort of built into the into the into dogs' natural state of being is they they sort of hide illnesses. That's exactly right. Dr. Ettinger, uh, any thoughts? Uh, I'm sure you must hear this a lot when when someone comes in and, and says, "My why didn't my regular vet find this earlier?" Yeah, and I think it's really hard, especially a lot of the cancers are internal, and I don't think there are any really good routine screening guidelines out there in veterinary medicine. And as you can see, they're pretty controversial in human medicine as well with uh, colonoscopies and uh, mammographies. So I think it's frustrating because no one knows how often we should be doing chest x-rays and ultrasounds and things like that. So sometimes we just find about these things and, and the masses can be quite big. Um, and so it can be really frustrating, but I think it's challenging for the vets. They want to find the, you know, these tumors as soon as possible. And it, it's scary for the owners to think that it wasn't found sooner. So everybody's, you know, looking out for the dog's best interest. It's just, it, it, it's hard to find some of these tumors sometimes. Well, on a related subject, Dr. Dressler, in the book, you talk about sort of doing exams of your dog. What are some things that people should, should examine on their dogs on a regular basis? Well, there's always a superficial exam, which is simply palpation of the skin, uh, looking for lumps and bumps, because honestly, that's going to be one of the easiest ways to find a cancer, uh, because many of the cancers will occur in an area that you can actually feel with your fingertips. And whenever there is a lump or a bump, because of the incidence of cancer, one in three dogs getting cancer, give or take, and potentially one in two dogs, uh, if they're over 10, uh, according to the Na National Canine Cancer Foundation, it's very, very important to get it checked out. And then, of course, we always want to look for general signs of illness for those internal cancers, and those can be vomiting or diarrhea, even coughing, sneezing, weight loss, uh, loss of energy level, loss of appetite. Those are your general signs to look for for overall health uh, uh, and uh, changes in thirst as well. Uh, so always uh, tuning in, paying attention to your dog, and responding to a change by getting a veterinary checkup is always the best option. So a little work on your part and a little understanding about the nature that dogs just don't like to show when they're sick helps answer the question, how come my vet didn't catch this earlier? Dr. Dressler in Hawaii and Dr. Ettinger in New York, thank you so much today. Thank you. Thank you. 
For more information on dog cancer, visit dogcancervet.com. Do they ever use radiation to treat transitional cell carcinoma in the bladder? Well, Heather's oncologist is recommending it, but her friends haven't ever heard of it. So is it a good recommendation? Right now on Dog Cancer Answers, Dr. Megan Duffy is talking about the use of radiation in TCC and how to speak frankly with your veterinary oncologist. That's on Dog Cancer Answers. Get it wherever you get your podcasts or at dogcancer.com slash podcast.